I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now, your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wansley. Today, somebody has sent me an article they wanted me to review, and I read through it, and it's not bad, actually. Uh, you know, some of those articles out there, I just destroy. But some of them actually make a little bit of sense. Now, a little work on this one, and I think we can clean this up and make it something uh, useful if best. The article is basically uh, is called uh, 10 Financial Commandments for Your 20s, and then it's followed up by another article called 10 Financial Commandments for Your 30s. So we'll start with the 20s and work our way through that. And it starts out saying, number one, develop marketable skills. Before you can start worrying about what to do with your money, you need to earn some. Think in terms of career, not job. You're probably not going to uh, going to love your first job and it won't be your last job, but you should try to make the best of it. Goes on and says, most importantly, I established a value skill. Oh, no, I'm sorry, a valuable skill. And I looked for creative opportunities to use it. Then he goes on and says, don't be afraid to experiment. So let's go back and let's relive the 20s for Del Wamsley and see what I think about this. And the bottom line is when I got out of college, the first thing I did was go around and pick up any job I could get. And I think that's the logical thing you have to do. Um, one of the things that's in this that we'll get to later, one of the other numbers is become independent of your parents. And unlike uh, the order here, I actually became independent of my parents much earlier on. As once I got out of college, I decided to, to leave the city of origin where my parents were at and go out and strike out and look for my fortune in the world. One of the things that I found was is that it's saying, okay, develop your skill sets here. And one of the first jobs I had was I was an assistant manager trainee at a finance company. I learned how to lend money and how to collect money, which for me has paid massive dividends in my life because it taught me how to go out there and rent properties and collect the rent. In other words, I learned how to fill out contracts, sign contracts with people, <clears throat> negotiate contracts with people lend them money, and then go back and try to get the money back from them, which is really just like collecting the rent. You have to be able to learn to collect it. However, what I found was that that was a very, very, very boring way to make a living. I remember sitting in the office 
all day long from whatever time I got in the morning. I can't remember what it was, 9 to 5. And I remember looking at the clock because my job was to call people on the phone and make loans. Hey, how you doing? I see you haven't made a loan with us in a while. Uh, I've looked at your, your balance on your loan you have now and what we think we, we'd be comfortable lending you. I think we could get you another 500 600 bucks if you'd like it, if you have a need for it for some reason. And so I was selling these people debt, whether you can believe it or not. It's kind of a weird thing. Um, then the second part of my job in the, in the afternoon was I was collecting debt. And so I was calling people to try to get them to pay me back the money we had lent them. And, you know, that's a chase around, chase around, chase around kind of deal, of which none of which was fun. You realize it's just it's just not fun collecting money. There's no way, shape or form. Uh, that's a fun thing to do. So even though both of those sides of that challenge had something for me to learn in it, like they're saying here, OK, here's some skill sets that were developed. Um, the skill sets did not enticed me. It wasn't enjoyable. That's not the way to say it. It just wasn't enjoyable. I hated it. So I decided I had to do something different to get out of that office because I remember falling asleep at my desk many, many times watching the clock literally tick, 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 tick uh, until I got to the point where, I, you know, there was like a cigarette break or something. I didn't smoke, but, you know, it was a break. You could get up and walk around and whatever, and it was terrible. And I remember the end of that job was they had a this was a manager trainee program and they had like 15 of these manuals, big thick manuals, about four inches thick manuals up a three room binder worth of stuff. And along with them was a videotape, um, cassette tape. And you'd watch the cassette tape and you'd study the materials and then you would test out. And, um, this was supposed to take you like five years. Well, I did it in like six months and I went back to the manager and I said, look, I've tested it out. I'm ready to become an assistant manager. I'm ready for my promotion and my raise. And the guy goes, you're out of your mind. You're just a kid. You're in your 20s. Now, this guy was like 65 years old. Been doing the same job his entire life. Smoked like a chimney. His fingers were orange they, from smoking. You know, this old, dilapidated-looking guy whose face was orange from smoking. His fingers were orange. His teeth were rotted out. And he's telling me I'm too young. Hence, I was one of the best collectors he had. Hence... I was one of the best financial guys he had because that that's my basic background is finance, right? And so whatever, I realized then it was just a scam to get you to think you were going to go somewhere in the company, but they just needed cheap labor, so I moved on. The next job I got was driving a truck, although I didn't drive a truck to start with. I went to work for a dairy company, and I wanted to be a driver. And it was local hotshot driving where you'd get there in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, load up the truck, and you go out and deliver dairy products to stop-and-goes and grocery stores and restaurants and so on and so forth. And uh, to get into the job, what you had to do, first of all, was you had to be a helper. You had to go on the route with another driver and do all of his slave labor work of loading and unloading and pushing all the dairy products around in 110 degree heat. And I was willing to do all that, although it was destroying my bodybuilding career at the time uh, because I just couldn't keep any weight on working from, we got up there at four o'clock in the morning. We worked from five until four or five o'clock in the afternoon. And I just couldn't carry any body weight. It was just so hot. I was losing weight left and right. And it was a hard, hard work lifting heavy stuff. Uh, then I also had to learn how to drive a truck and get my license. So I finally did learn to drive a truck and get my license. But 
before I ever really got involved very far, I realized what was going on is that these guys were stealing money. And I won't name the company, but anybody that's ever worked for that company, anybody here in Houston, Texas, knows that company is a ripoff. It's known for being a criminal organization almost, basically. And what we do is they'd send one of us in the back door and we'd go steal all the dairy products out of their uh, refrigerator and the guy, the truck driver, would go to the front and sell them more dairy products. And then we'd put their dairy products right back in the refrigerator again as if we sold them to them. Now, the company knew this was going on because we'd come back with invoices above and beyond the amount of dairy products we actually sold. And they would bill these invoices to these companies knowing darn well that we didn't empty our truck of the products. We weren't really delivering the products we were selling and getting paid for. So uh, it didn't take me very long when I finally got to drive and I got my license and I got to drive when I could see that they were expecting me to do the same thing. And I said, uh, there's no way, man. I don't play that game. You know, I'll do the hard work and I'll deliver the dairy products, but, you know, I'm not going to do all that. And the bottom line is the way they paid you was if you didn't do it, you really didn't make any money, and it was a lot of hard work for very little money. So I said, that's it. I'm done with that. And I came to a new rationalization in my mind. And the new rationalization was, look, and this is where I'm taking you to do on this step number one. The reality is, as a young kid, you have to work. It doesn't matter what you think about your career, or what your career is going to be, or this or that. It's really irrelevant. What you have to do is you have to have a job. So you might as well get a job doing something you like to do. So I decided to go to work at a health club for $2.75 an hour. And I figured it really doesn't matter. I, whether I make a little money, medium money, I'm not going to make enough money as a 20-year-old kid to actually have anything other than a broken down little cheap car and uh, a place to, you know, to crash. So I went to work at this health club. But what was interesting was I found out in the health club business, the money was made by selling memberships, not by working people out. And I went there to work people out, and I was good at that because I was a bodybuilder. But all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they had me selling memberships, and I turned out to be pretty good at that too. Why? Because I really believed in fitness. And because I believed in it, it came across. And because it came across that I believed in it, people were willing to sign up with me because they trusted me. And all of a sudden, I was you know, up there selling as much, if not more, than some of the best guys they had. And so, hence, what I found was rule number one, go do something you like to do because you're going to have to work for the rest of your life. It may be, it may as well be doing something you like to do. We'll take a short break. Be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 28 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they have won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 12 of the last 12 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com to access our free live training event schedule. Dell says the things you just can't say to your friends, boss, kids, financial planner, spouse, even the cat. Need him to deliver the message for you? Don't worry. Dell's past show archives are just a mouse click away. 
So go to DellOnTheRadio.com and turn your speakers up for everyone to hear. Dell delivers his daily Dellisms and liberating unconventional wisdom 24 hours a day at DellOnTheRadio.com. Did you know that every dollar you invest in real estate makes you money five ways? Cash flow, money in your pocket each month, equity capture, the thousands of dollars you create when you have the right team and buy the right property using the right map. Appreciation, real estate can increase in value over time. Equity buildup, renters pay down your mortgage each month. And finally, the tax advantage. When done correctly, real estate investors pay no taxes on our cash flow and capital gains. At Lifestyles Unlimited, these are the five ways we make money in real estate, which is why real estate accounts for more millionaires in the world today than any other investment vehicle. You should have some real estate in your portfolio. To learn how to attend a Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop, call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com and register for the next available workshop. That's 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we are covering an article called 10 Financial Commandments of Your 20s, followed by 10 Com- Financial Commandments of Your 30s. We're on number two, step number two, which is establish a budget. Once you bring home the bacon, you have to figure out how to slice it up. Without a budget, your risk is overspending on discretionary items and undersaving on important big tickets. The big thing is to really know the difference between your needs and your wants. Last factor in your short, long-term savings goals, such as emergency fund, retirement kitty, and if you've ever expected to settle down and buy a house, you should probably start saving for the down payment as soon as possible. All right, here's where I disagree a little bit here, and I'm going to give you some insight into saving money as a young 20-year-old kid. Guys, like I said, I worked for $2.75 an hour, and before that, I think I got paid $600 a month at the finance company. You know, by the time you take that home, you're talking about $100 a week probably is all I was living on. And what was interesting, one, once I started um, selling memberships, I started making commissions. I started making a lot more money at the health club. What I figured was, and this is what I think you need to figure is, I said to myself, look, I lived on next to nothing for a year or two. Now I'm making a lot more money. Why do I need to elevate my cost of living for any reason whatsoever? And so the reality was I lived on about 30% of what I made. And hence my entire life since then, I've never lived on more than 50% of what I've made ever in 62 years. Right now, I don't think I live on even a tenth of what I make a year, to be quite honest with you. It might even only be, you know, 5%. But the point is, 
once you establish a standard of living and you start making more money, you should not elevate your standard of living. You should elevate your savings goals. Second thing I believe about savings, all this stuff about figuring out what is short-term, long-term, this term, that term, all that is BS. I have forever thought that people are stupid for one basic reason. They name their money. Yes, they name their money. They take this dollar bill and go, you are my emergency fund. And you, dollar number two, you are my long-term savings fund. Number three, you're my house-to-be fund. Number four, you're my retirement plan. Uh, number five, you're little Billy's college fund. Uh, number six, you're my go-out-and-have-fun-and-vacation-travel-someday fund. Guys, the reality is, by naming all of those dollar bills, you've not changed the number of dollar bills that are in your pocket. If you have $10 in your pocket and you name them 10 different things, you still have $10. And it's ridiculous to think that cutting them all up and spreading them all out like that makes any difference. All it really does is it gives you an excuse to take a couple of them and spend them. Don't do that, guys. Tell your kids to put it all in one account and don't touch it. You say, well, if it, you got your emergency fund. If you really have an emergency, you don't need to call it an emergency fund. You need to get the money. It doesn't matter what name it has on the envelope. You've got it stuck in your drawer in. That's ignorance, guys. Give that crap up. Grow up. Put your big boy britches on. You have 10 bucks. That's the problem. Not that it's named 10 different things. Make that 10, 20, then 50, then 100, then 500, then 15 million. Yes. Start saving as much as you can. Live on way less than what you earn, not a little less. I would say no one is actually saving unless they're saving at least 50% of what they learned. Now, remember this. You're living on 50% of what you earned, but before that was the same thing or even more than what you were living on before. If I was making $600 a month and now I'm making $4,000 a month, if I went to $1,200 a month as standard of living, I'm still doubling my standard of living. Why would I do any more than that? Why would all of a sudden I go out and buy myself a nice car, a nicer, more expensive apartment to live in, nicer clothes, start going out blowing money, partying? Because you're ignorant. Because you are just crazy little kid doing dumb stuff. And that isn't going to get you rich, but it's the same thing. When you get to be middle class, you elevate your standard of living again and again and again and again. And every time you think you just got a raise and got ahead, you've gone backwards. It's really a dumb way to look at money. It really is. Save anywhere from 50 to 70% of what you earn. Don't give any of it a name. Put it in the best investments you can possibly put it in and let it grow. That's what you need to do with your savings. The next one, number three, get insured. Whew, this is absolutely true. I call it insure against catastrophic loss. Do you know how many people I've met in my life to tell me the story? Man, I'm da 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 and they're going along, and life is great, and then all of a sudden, da 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 Something happens. Car breaks down. They get sick. Their kid gets sick. Their wife gets sick. They have a baby. 
They get in an accident and have some kind of, you know, disability. And it all ends right there because they don't have insurance. Why don't you have insurance? Answer me this question. Think about the people you know. They've got two and three kids and each one of them has a cell phone. But they have no insurance. They have a Cadillac Escalade with 20-inch wheels and spinners. Going round and round and round and round. But they have no insurance. Why is it that poor people spend all their money on everything other than insurance? And then what do we do? We create something ridiculous like Obamacare. Why is Obamacare ridiculous, folks? Think about it. Two reasons. Number one, it would have been cheaper to give every person in our country that didn't have insurance free insurance than to destroy the entire insurance policy program in the entire country. Everybody I know our insurance has gone up by triple since they did Obamacare. But number two, the people they gave Obamacare to for cheap or for free have a $5,000 deductible. Do you realize that renders that insurance useless? Last story. When I was a young guy, I got pregnant, a lady, and had my first child, my only child. And she went in, she was premature. And I had to leave her in the hospital for a month or two. And when I got out, they go, Dell, you owe $25,000. How would you like to pay that? Now, I had insurance, but this was above and beyond my insurance coverage. And they, I said, I can't pay that. And they said, would you like to put that on a credit card? I said, I don't have a credit card that goes that high. And so well, what are you going to do? I said, I'll take a payment plan. They go, okay, what will you pay? A couple hundred a month? 500 a month? They go, no. They said, how about 100 a month? I said, no. I said, what can you pay? I said, $10 a month. I'll pay you $10 a month until you're paid off. But I'll guarantee you'll never be late on that payment. Two things occurred. Number one, my credit maintain a perfect scale and number two I paid that kid off over a long term basis that saved my credit and my wealth we'll take a short break be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show you're listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show Dell will be right back with more life changing principles in just a few minutes Get total freedom in your life, safely and quickly. Build wealth and passive income so you never worry about working until you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. Over 25 years ago, Dell Walmsley founded Lifestyles Unlimited. Dell has taught over 100,000 people, just like me and you, the principles of financial freedom through his national radio shows and personal one-on-one mentoring at Lifestyles Unlimited. I'm excited to tell you about the real estate workshop that has changed so many lives. This workshop takes you inside what we do and what we believe. We'll share with you the five ways we make money in real estate and much more. Just like your personal trainer, the Lifestyles Unlimited team will motivate, encourage, and teach you so you can get in the best financial shape of your life. Call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com. That's lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com to register for the workshop that will change your life. That's lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com. You have to decide, am I willing to get in right now? Is the world over? Is the good world over? Is it going to crash? Miss your chance to ask Dell a question during the show? You can connect with Dell off the air, too. 
Go to DellOnTheRadio.com, click on the Twitter link, and ask your question. Hashtag AskDell. I believe that a good teacher has the skill set to be able to bring people through multiple levels of learning that are completely different from one another. Have a comment for Dell instead? Use hashtag TellDell. We know you're out there, hiding in plain sight, living a life of quiet desperation, wondering if you're going to beat your money to the grave. There's a better way, a better life at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to live the life you deserve. You can only do that by creating passive income. Let us show you how. It's just two hours. It can't be worse than another meeting about meetings or another mindless night in front of the TV. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. That's LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're going through an article called 10 Financial Commandments for Your 20s. And uh, we're at number four right now, which is make a debt repayment plan. Now, let's paraphrase this by saying, first of all, up front, you shouldn't have debt. There is no reason for a 20-year-old guy or gal to have debt. There's just, what do you have debt for? You're living in an apartment. You know, the only debt you might have is you might have a car on a car payment. Uh, but that's not something you're going to have a repayment plan for. You've just flat got a car payment. You're going to have a car payment probably for the rest of your life until you become financially free and become rich, right? So what is the repayment plan theories that are out there for things such as college education, uh, college loan debt, so forth, or maybe like me and my baby thing, right? And there's really two plans for getting rid of debt. Uh, there's the Dave Ramsey plan, which is the debt snowball plan, which is his idea is pay off the smallest num- smallest amount debts you have because they're easiest to get paid down. And when you do, now you no longer have to pay principal on that particular debt anymore. And you can put a larger and larger dollar amount towards whatever debts are left over. And you work by getting the smaller ones and, and first knock them out and then work on the big ones later. That's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it, Uh, is the way I looked at it was whenever I had debt of any kind, I looked at it from what was the highest interest rate debt I had and what was it long-term, was it long-term or short-term? So long-term debt, something like a home mortgage, I'm not trying to knock that out at all. There's no reason to knock out a no home mortgage. There's none at all, absolutely zero. Dave, go do whatever you got to do to jump off a cliff or something. There's no reason to pay off a home mortgage. There just isn't. Because by the time you use up all your money to pay off the whole mortgage, you've given up every opportunity you have to invest and to become rich. Remember, you can only, your dollar bill can only do one thing for you. It can either make you rich or pay off debt. So if you've got long, in-place debt that's safe and secure, leave it alone, right? Which might be the situation with college debt. If you've got college debt that's 20-year loan and it's at a very, very low interest rate, that's not the first thing in life you need to be worried about paying off. You need to get rid of the high interest rate debt, like your credit card debt. Get it out of there. In fact, I would recommend this to you. I've never put money on a credit card that I couldn't pay off by the next 
uh, payment uh, statement so that I never got, I never paid interest on credit cards like that except one time. And one time I used a bunch of credit cards, 27 of them to buy an apartment complex. But when I did that, I had a bunch of introductory offers where it was no interest for six months or only 1% interest for 12 months, all kinds of weird things. And it was an experiment slash example of how to manage your debt. But in general, you get to pick one of those two systems to get your debt down, um, going after the highest interest rate debt first, or going after the smallest um, balances first, whichever you prefer. But the bottom line is, let's not go into debt, right? That's just not a necessary habit to get into. Number five, build an emergency fund. And I'm going to tie that with number six, start saving for retirement. Again, I've already covered both of these. And the bottom line is this. What is the difference between an emergency fund and a retirement plan? Absolutely nothing except you are a complete idiot and don't know the difference and can't control yourself. Hi, Dell. I'm a blithering alcoholic slash drug addict. But if I take some of my money, Dell, while I'm shaking in this alcoholic, drug-addicted type of lifestyle and put it into something called a 401k, it's not as easy for me to get it out, and so it will stay there. But if I left it out in the real world where it could make me money and actually make me rich... I would probably spend it. Get over your drug-addicted self, your little wimpy, little childish, can't-control-my-own-problem type personality, and put all your money into an account where it can make some money. Do something with it. Building an emergency fund or building a savings retirement fund are basically the same thing. The reality is some of whatever accounts you have should be liquid. Why are they liquid? Even today I have liquid accounts. Why? Because you need the money when the next great opportunity arises or the next great downfall occurs. There is a need for some liquidity. But the majority of the funds need to be placed into the highest return investment you can possibly get. Now, if you understand the way I invest, rule number one is don't lose money. Which rules out what? The stock market. You can't get into the stock market and put either your emergency fund or your savings retirement fund in the stock market without the risk of it going down. Let's see, by the time I was getting into this show today, the stock market was down 380 points. Earlier this week, it was down 800 points. Now, it came up the day in between a little bit, and I don't know how much, so I'd be misstating. But the bottom line was, as I walked into this room to do this radio show, stock market was down 380 points. Is that where you want your money? I don't believe so. Now, if you believe you've got to do crazy stuff like invest in risky, risky, risky investments like the stock market, then you better have some of your money separate into a non-risk environment, and that's going to be your rainy day fund. So I don't have a problem with that theory. If you're crazy enough to invest in the stock market, then you probably should have some money in what we call a safe, secure rainy day fund. Number seven, build up your credit history absolutely one of the most important things you can do as a human being. Think about it this way. You can earn $10 to save one if you're lazy, to save five if you're like me, okay? But you can earn 10 and save five. But if you've got five, you can go borrow 10 times more, you can borrow 50. What's more valuable, earning, saving, or investing with credit? Absolutely, credit is the secret to becoming wealthy. 
And if you don't have credit, if you've ruined your credit, you've, you've turned yourself into a poor person the rest of your life because you will not have availability and accessibility to anything that will allow you to get rich. In addition to that, everything you try to do, whether it's buy a car, buy a house, buy furniture, with bad credit, it's going to cost you twice as much. They are going to hammer you if you have bad credit. Over and over and over again, you'll see your life suffer. You'll see your life go down the drain. You'll see others get stuff for free. Yes, free. I can go in and buy a Cadillac Escalade. I know because they told me the other day you can have six, 60, 60 months, no payments, no interest. No, 60 months, no interest. I'm sorry, 60 months, no interest. In other words, basically, no interest at all. Just make payments on it. You would be paying 12% interest on that if you've got bad credit. Maybe more. So, guys, your credit is probably the most valuable thing you have, I think, even above your education. Because I can take an uneducated person with perfect credit and I can invest them in real estate and make them rich. I can take a totally educated person with bad credit and I can't do anything for them. Because they can't do anything. Because the world already realizes that they're a bad person. What do I mean by being a bad person about credit? Let's talk about it. There is no such thing as credit. Credit isn't a word. The word is credibility. Credibility said that once upon a time in your life as you were growing up as a young punk kid, you decided to ask somebody to do you a favor. Can I rent from you? And they said, well, why should I do that? That's a risk. Go, well, if you'll let me rent for you, I guarantee you I will pay you, and I guarantee you I won't rent, wreck your place. Uh, and you shake hands on that. Now, you go out there and say, I want to buy a car. Can I, can I buy the car on payments? And the guy says, why would I give you the car on payments? You'll wreck it before I get my money. He goes, no, I, I, I'll guarantee you I'll make the payments. And if I wreck the car, I'll pay the whole thing. So you shake their hand and say yes. Now, what you've done is you've created opportunities to prove that you have credibility. But when you don't pay your payments, when you destroy assets, you prove that you have no credibility. So Bad credit isn't a number on a piece of paper. Bad credit is a personal ethics review. You, as a human being, are either too dumb to figure out how to pay your payments or don't care about paying your payments. That's what bad credit is. You say, well, tell that's awful harsh. You bet it is. Remember, you can be the nicest person in the world, the most religious person in the world, really kind, gentle, and loving and not make your payments. That still doesn't prove that you're not an idiot. You're an idiot for not making your payments because it ruins your life, and worse than that, it takes advantage of people who cared enough about you to give you a chance. They risked taking your guarantee, and you let them down. In the old days, you'd never be able to buy anything ever again because a man's word you know, his handshake was his word, was his being. And nowadays, there's no such thing. There's no integrity. People out there all over the place have bad credit. And I'm telling you, and I'm pounding you to tell you, it's probably the most important thing you ever do. If you cannot control your credit, you'll never be financially successful. Take my word for it. We'll take a short break. Be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Thank you. 
You're listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. Did you know that every dollar you invest in real estate makes you money five ways? Cash flow, money in your pocket each month, equity capture, the thousands of dollars you create when you have the right team and buy the right property using the right map. Appreciation, real estate can increase in value over time. Equity buildup, renters pay down your mortgage each month. And finally, the tax advantage. When done correctly, real estate investors pay no taxes on our cash flow and capital gains. At Lifestyles Unlimited, these are the five ways we make money in real estate, which is why real estate accounts for more millionaires in the world today than any other investment vehicle. You should have some real estate in your portfolio. To learn how to attend a Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop, call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com and register for the next available workshop. That's 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dell says the things you just can't say to your friends, boss, kids, financial planner, spouse, even the cat. Need him to deliver the message for you? Don't worry. Dell's past show archives are just a mouse click away. So go to DellOnTheRadio.com and turn your speakers up for everyone to hear. Dell delivers his daily Dellisms and liberating unconventional wisdom 24 hours a day at DellOnTheRadio.com. What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow? For the next couple of days? For a week? A couple of months? A year? How long until you lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the free workshop. Go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're covering an article called 10 Financial Commandments for Your 20s. And uh, we're on number eight right now. Number eight states, uh, quit the bank of mom and dad. You're, you love your parents, and what better way to show them, that you, uh, show them that than to set yourself free financially? And it goes on and says, the obviously independence starts with uh, a job. You also ought to cut the cord by getting your own insurance, uh, your own car, your own cell phone, your own cell phone plan, your own home, everything. Slightly less obvious, you don't want to resort to getting help from mom and dad, even in a pinch, hence the emergency fund. So there it is, guys. That was the one I said I had a little bit of an argument with because I uh, I had pulled that cord way, way back, right when I first well, I got out of college, put all my stuff in the van and took off. And, uh, you know, my dad helped me get a car to uh, to start out with. But other than that, it was pretty much on my own. So I had to work and earn, work and earn. And I had a job all through college. I had a job all through high school, for that matter. Um, 
but somewhere along the line, I had a very clean cut and I never went back and never moved back in home, never went back to my parents for more money. And I think that, you know, somewhere along the line, that clean cut is what makes you or turns you into an adult until you have that. You're still just a, a kid, you know, you're just a whimpering little kid. Number nine, clean up your online presence. All right. Time to put down the red cups. I have no idea what that means, folks, or at least scrub them from your public image. I don't even know what that means. Like it or not, your social media activity is viewable to the entire web, surfing, etc. Clean it up, clean it up, clean it up. I agree with that 100%. Um, I remember when everybody started getting excited about Facebook and everybody was on it. And I figured I better do it. Everybody said then it was a marketing thing and you know, then it became a, a fun thing and, you know, it was a kid's thing and now it's an adult thing and now it's too old for kids. Now they're doing other things. Uh, and I don't even want to bother to find out what those other kid things are they're doing. It's just it's not even worth it to me. I don't even like Facebook anymore. I still have a presence there. Um, but that's just so I can see the family stuff that happens here and there and whatever. But the bottom line is, is that I stopped making political statements. I stopped making aggressive you know, statements, I just realize that when you go out there in the real world and you start pontificating, you're making way more enemies than you're making friends on almost anything you say. And to me, it's just not worth the effort and it's not worth bringing all those problems into your life. Last, number 10, get your key financial documents in order. And I think that's absolutely imperative. I mean, you know, as a kid, you got to somewhere to start taking care of yourself. You need your own birth certificate, your Social Security card, um, your official ID. You're going to need a uh, passport at some point. Um, you're going to need banking identification, different kinds of accounts. You're going to need a checking account and a savings account. Um, you know, all of your bills are going to need to be in your name. You're going to have to have all your own passwords. At some point, you've got to set up your own world, guys. At 20 years of age, you just at some point got to make that leap. Now, I'm going to real quick in the last two minutes here run over that which changes at age 30. Number one, advance your career. All right. So now it's time to figure out what you're really doing. Uh, number two, rethink your budget because now you've got your wife, your kids, and a lot of other items in your life that weren't there before. Number three, adjust your insurance coverage for all these new situations, new assets, new family members, so on. Number four, pay off your non-mortgage debt. Very good idea. Number five, increase your emergency fund balance. Number six, save at least 15% of your income. Okay, let's take five and six and turn that into 50. Now that we're making three times what we used to make, We'll live on half of three times what we used to make. Number seven, diversify and replace your investments. Now it's time. Between age 28, let's see, two and a half years after I started investing, 34 years of age, so about 31, I started investing in real estate. And by the time I was 34 years of age, I had replaced my earned income with passive income. So your late 20s, when you've got everything under control, everything is in your control, now it's time to start making those moves that can get you retired. And you should be able to retire in two to five years. Uh, number eight, continue to monitor your credit. Number nine, write your will. And number 10, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's stuff. In other words, figure out what's really important for you to have, what you think is important, and make those goals for yourself. Do not let your next door neighbors wanting to have a Porsche make you want a Porsche. 
like in my business, the real estate business, everybody tries to drive a Ferrari to prove they know they have something. Don't let that stuff get to you. Live the life you want to live. Live a balanced life. Live a good life. Have whatever it is you want and remember this. You can have anything you want. You just can't have everything you want. And so you have to make sure that you choose your life wisely and make the correct decisions and go after the things you want to go after and balance your life and not go waste all your money and your time on the things you don't really need as a long-term goal in your life. That's really the final piece that puts it all together is understanding that life has that ability to give you anything you want, but life does not have enough time, energy, and money to give you everything in life you want. Make your choices wisely and do not be afraid to dream large, but dream large for only those things that are absolutely important to you. The rest of the time, realize that that effort and that energy and that money that gets piddled away on all of the useless stuff in your life is the effort, the energy, and the money that could have been used to have a completely and totally fulfilling life. And remember always, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 